It is Thursday, March 5th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. A quick update on the analytics section added. I'm, I'm now up to 105 races um, in the database. Added the championship Saturday for Knoxville Nationals from 2018 last night. I will continue through the Knoxville Nationals stuff here over the next couple of days. The Knoxville National stuff takes me a little bit longer because the results are formatted differently than the standard World of Outlaws shows are formatted. Um, so it takes me a little bit more time to go through those races. But 2018 Knoxville Nationals is in there. So you can check that out right now. Um, and then I will keep expanding beyond that. So check that out, dirttracker.com slash analytics. Uh, a couple of news items from yesterday. Keith Coons Motorsports has added Max McLaughlin to its midget program in 2020 for a limited schedule. Max is running ARCA for Hattori Enterprises. Um, and this deal was set up through the TRD development program. Max is running, um, is going to run that midget program kind of around those ARCA dates. So when he has uh, some free time and, and some free uh, you know open days and things like that, that's when he's going to have an opportunity to go run the midget. He does have a lot of dirt experience. He's obviously you know been in a big block modified, has done outlaw carts, things like like that so um, not quite sure what his schedule will look like yet they will announce that at a later date but uh, need to see Max to get an opportunity um, with a top-level program like Keith Coons Keith Coons also announcing that 14 year old Jonathan Schaefer will run 10 midget races this season He'll do a mix of Power Eye and USAC Regional Midget events. Uh, they had a few events on the schedule that they had kind of announced, but I don't know that they uh, had all 10 events on there yet. But uh, you can go check those announcement out, uh, announcements out. Those are floating around Speed Sport and some of the other places. Um, also, the USMTS gets back at it tonight, starting at Big O Speedway for the Texas Spring Nationals. Through three race nights so far in 2020, Rodney Sanders leads the point standings over Jason Hughes, Tyler Davis, Derek Ramirez, and Hunter Marriott. Sanders has two wins so far. Jason Ingles has the other win on the season. The event runs through Saturday night, so Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday. If you can't be there, all three nights can be streamed live on raceanddirt.tv. Uh, I, I wanted to get to this. This is something, obviously, that I have talked about before. If you have followed me on social media for any length of time, um, it is kind of some of the misconceptions about dirt racing pay-per-view. And, and obviously, because of my position, uh, you know, at World Racing Group, um, I, I have, you know, knowledge and information about this stuff. And, I, I you know, I can't share specific details, obviously, but I want to try to clear up some of the issues uh, around this. There was a, a blog post at InsideDirtRacing.com, um, Richard Allen, Michael Motes, run this website they do a lot of late model coverage and stuff around the south and tennessee and things like that and they had this blog post about how pay-per-view events impact race attendance um and so i, I certainly appreciate the discussion um uh, around this stuff and and the curiosity and, and obviously because you know a lot of these deals are confidential there's not you know a lot of hard evidence out there a lot of hard stats and information out there available so there's always going to be a ton of speculation about what these deals look like um, but one of the lines in this blog post that kind of bothered me was uh, there was a line about how the tracks don't get any money from this except Eldora, um, which is completely not true. Um, all deals are different. It depends on the track, depends on the series, depends on the pay-per-view provider, you know, and, and how these deals get negotiated and, you know, who's running the event and things like that. So um, don't think that, you know, that every single pay-per-view provider isn't, you know, sharing revenue with the tracks. You know, some do and some don't. It just depends on on those deals. Um, and, you know, the 
some of these events are obviously standalone events. Some of these events are, are sanctioned events. Some of these are, you know, are track owned events. And, and, you know, the, the business deals between a lot of the sanctioning bodies and the racetracks are all very different. And, and, you know, revenue splits and who's selling tickets and all of this stuff. It's all very, very, you know, kind of complicated. And it changes night to night, even across racing series. Like, you know, one night might be a track event where that's a sanction only. And the next night might be, you know, an event where the it's a, you know, a business arrangement between both the series and the track. So um, these are, are complicated deals and, and there's a lot of moving parts. And, uh, you know, to just make a blanket statement like the, the tracks aren't getting any money is just patently false. So, um, you know, don't think that that's the case. And, and I, I wonder sometimes why, you know, there's so much concern about these deals. If, if the track is OK with the deal and the sanctioning body is OK with the deal, then why aren't the fans OK with the deal? Um, it, it's not uh, it, it doesn't affect you know, your enjoyment of the racing, it doesn't affect your, you know, the, the way you consume it. It's just, you know, let, let, let's, you know, it, it's like, let, let's find less things to be upset about. And especially when we're upset about things that are based on misinformation. So um, I think it's important to keep in mind uh, through this stuff. And I, I also think that, you know, this idea that pay-per-view takes away from the gates, first of all, isn't true at all. Um, and, you know, even anecdotally, look at large events at Eldora and Knoxville and, you know, Dirk Car Nationals at Volusia. I mean, you know, packed out crowds and standing room only and things like that. And all of these events are streamed across big platforms and, and streamed really well on big platforms, you know, with multiple cameras and pit reporters and all this type of stuff. I mean, you're, you're talking TV level broadcast production here. Um, and so to think that they're, that they're taking away from, from the gates is, I think is silly. Um, and, and not only the fact that, you know, anecdotally, but they're, you know, world racing group, like we, we've done, we've looked at, you know, some of these numbers and th some of these things, and it's just not true. And, you know, I, I understand people being concerned about this and, and, you know, the promoters and stuff wanting to make sure that it's not taking away from the front gate, but um, it's just, it's just not happening. And, and, you know, if you think that, like, oh, of course the big events aren't going to be affected by that. Well, guess what? The small events aren't being affected by it either. Kenny Dobson at Jacksonville is running his weekly racing series program for free on YouTube. For free. He's not even making any money off of the broadcast. He is putting his live, his live weekly shows, whatever, you know, each week, he's doing a broadcast on YouTube for free that literally anyone can tune in and watch. So not only is he not worried about it taking away from his front gate, he's not even charging for the broadcast. So, uh, and he's actually said his attendance is up, you know, since he started doing this. So um, there, there are too many examples of, of this going well. And, and, and you know, obviously if, if this was a situation where it was taking away from attendance and was causing problems for the racetrack, you know what? It wouldn't happen anymore. It would go away. The tracks would be against it and it would go away. But you know what you're seeing? You're seeing the opposite. You're seeing more and more streaming available. So um, if that in itself isn't evidence that this is just not the case, um, then I, I'm not sure where else to point you because, um, you know, the, the the, the answer to these questions is right in front of your in front of your face. There's more streaming now than there ever has been, and there's going to continue to be a lot of streaming um, because it's just the right thing to do. It's the right thing to to be able to expose more fans to this. And if somebody can't come to the show, you know what? They're going to buy it on pay per view because they're going to want to watch. Um, you you know, dirt racing is is exciting and it's fun and it's it's accessible and 
you know, the to be, to be able to have the opportunity to to expose more people to this is is the right thing to do. Um, and going forward, you're going to see more of it, and you're going to see, you know, you're going to see, uh, you know, streaming services having having more series available, having more track races available. There's going to be just more content, which is just good for everyone involved um, to be able to show more of this stuff. And I think because of that, you're going to grow the fan base. You know, and one of the other lines in this blog post was about how, you know, streaming services, you know, the people that subscribe to those are already dirt racing fans. Like, and I, and I think that's true to a point, but, um, you know, if you are somebody who is, you know, curious about this and, you know, we've seen some of this stuff with, you know, some of the anecdotal stuff around iRacing, some, you know, somebody who's not a dirt racing fan jumps into iRacing and then, you know, says, oh, okay, like I'm going to try a sprint car late model. And it's like, oh, this is pretty cool. Let me go check this out. You know, maybe they're not going to go down to their local track, but, you know, you, you can come over to a streaming service and buy a night or buy a, you know, a short pass and, and see what's available. And then, it, you know, if that piques your interest, then okay. Like, you know, it's just, it's all of these kind of building blocks to be able to, to draw people in. So um, it, it just, you know, let, let's work on, on making sure that we're not putting out misinformation. And if people have questions, like let's reach out and ask questions of the people who actually know what's going on in these cases um, so that we don't have misinformation. And then we don't have social media threads and forum threads about, you know, these posts and the information in them and th that the information in them is fact when in reality, it's probably not the case. Um, it, it, something else kind of along these lines is, is don't expect a return to dirt racing to live television. Um, I, I, in case you haven't noticed, live television is kind of, um, not just live television, but but like things like cable television and and you know the the, the broadcast networks and things like this with the cord cutting that's going on, um, you know these these rights deals are going to continue to morph and to change and and you know less and less people are paying you know for for these cable services and things like that. So there's going to be less money available for some of these rights deals anyway. But live sports are incredibly expensive to produce, um, and, and even in the cases where you have like, you know, tape delayed events um, on some of these sports networks. That stuff is not cheap to produce. Um, and it's no guarantee that people are going to tune in and watch. Um, and, you know, you can point to Mav TV and say, oh, Mav TV does live Lucas races, does live ASCS races. And that's true, but Lucas Oil owns Mav TV. So obviously, it it, it makes sense for them to be able to do that. Like they're pushing some of the series that they own or are involved in. Um, and they can do that because they own the TV network, but you're not going to see world of outlaw sprint cars on ESPN. You're, you're not going to see them on CBS, you know, network broadcast, things like that. It's just, it's too costly. And, and it just doesn't make sense for the series to go, you know, chase that stuff down. And, and to be able to afford that, you have to have, you know, a lot of big money sponsors to back that stuff and, and to have big money sponsors, then you have to have really high ratings. And it's just, that's just not going to happen. It's, 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 it's been done, been tried before, and it's, it's a money losing proposition. So, but something that's not a money losing proposition is pay-per-view for these, for these tracks. You can, you can produce a, a online stream much cheaper than you can produce, uh, you know, a TV broadcast. You know, you, you don't need some of the equipment. You don't need some of the people and, and the, you know, the way those broadcasts and stuff are are put together you just don't need a lot of that stuff it's just much cheaper to be able to produce the pay-per-view stream so um, this is a way that the series and the tracks can afford to do this can afford to show the races live so um, this is going to continue to be the path um, and, and obviously you're going to see you know this continue to morph and change uh, you know the the online streaming stuff hasn't really been around all that long and not, you know now you're seeing new players you know, flow racing, for example, jumping in. So um, this is going to kind of be a, a moving target here going forward. Um, and it'll be interesting to see kind of how it all plays out. But just wanted to cover off on some of that stuff and, and hopefully clear up some misconceptions. And, you know, if, if you have questions about some of this stuff or you're curious about how, 
you, you know, how some of these deals work, you know, uh, you know, reach out and ask people, you know, you know, there are plenty of people available, you know, uh, on social media and, and through email and things like that, that you can actually ask questions of. And, and you know, you're not going to get, you're not going to send you a contract. They're not going to send you, you know, the exact dollar amounts and things like that. But, you know, they can, they can kind of point you in a good direction and give you some ideas about how these deals work and, and what makes sense and what doesn't. So uh, anyways, speaking of pay-per-view, the only thing on the pay-per-view schedule tonight is that US MTS show at Big O Speedway on racingdirt.tv. Um, much more will be on the pay-per-view schedule through the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, we will get you updated on all of that tomorrow. We'll also take a look at the weekend schedule tomorrow and some of the other racing action going on, including things like the ASCS uh, back in action in California. Thanks for tuning in today. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave me a review, and tell your friends. You can watch the show also on YouTube and Facebook. You can also email the show at info at dirttracker.com uh, if you have questions, suggestions, whatever. Um, I'm available there. You can follow along with Dirt Tracker at facebook.com slash dirt tracker and twitter.com slash dirt tracker. You can also visit the website at dirttracker.com. News, analytics, uh, point standings, pay-per-view schedule, podcasts, videos, the track section. Um, if you haven't checked out the track section, uh, that'll be, uh, a, I think, a good tool for fans and teams this year. Um, I've got, uh, there's 150 or plus tracks on there right now. There's you know uh, nearby hotels, restaurants, stores, car washes, all kinds of stuff on there. Uh, plus weather and, and, and a lot of you know good track information. So check that stuff out. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Justin underscore Feedler. You can also sign up uh, at DirtTracker.com for the weekly newsletter. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I will see everybody tomorrow on Dirt Tracker Daily.